Hey, welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. This is your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm recording on this Tuesday morning, continuing this exciting series about resurrection realities. Talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the most, by far, the most significant, important event in human history. And today, the reality we're going to talk about is that the resurrection has taken away the fear of death. It has taken away the basis for the fear of death. If, if you struggle with the fear of death, then you need to become more grounded in the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what that means for you. And, and for all of humanity, for those who will put their faith in Jesus. Let me read a couple of passages, and then I'm going to give you some examples, real-life examples of overcoming the fear of death through Jesus and his resurrection. But in John chapter 11, we have the account of Jesus uh, going to the home of Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, who were apparently he was good friends uh, with this family, two, two sisters and their brother. And uh, Lazarus had been sick, and the sisters sent a letter to him asking him to come, informing him that Lazarus was sick. But Jesus, he waited around. He didn't go when they wanted him to. He, he, had, a, he had his own purpose. He had his own reasons for what he does. And I want you to know that God is a whole lot smarter than us, and he has his own purposes, his own reasons. And uh, he is faithful. We can count on him, but don't try to put him in your little narrow box. And so he finally arrives, and Lazarus has been dead and buried for four days. And the sisters say, Lord, if you'd been here four days ago, you could have healed him, and this would not have happened. He wouldn't have died. And in verse 23 of John 11, Jesus said to Martha, he's talking to Martha, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection. And we'll have more to say about that uh, this week, that statement, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Wow. What an incredible statement that Jesus made about the reality of, of eternal life through faith in him and that those who have died will be raised again from the dead. Now, I want to read one more passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul uh, gives a lengthy discussion of the resurrection, uh, not only the resurrection of Jesus, but also our own resurrection, those of us who have put our faith in him. And in 1 Corinthians, I believe it is chapter 15, verse 55, and this is in the context of the reality of the resurrection, Paul writes, Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law, but Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What an incredible statement. There is one more I want to read scripture that just came to my mind that I should read. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning at verse 13. 
Paul writing to the believers in Thessalonica and also to you and I, he says, but I do not want you to be ignorant, brothers and sisters, concerning those who have fallen asleep. He's referring to those who have died, fallen asleep, a euphemism for, for, for those who have died. But for those who believe in Jesus Christ, it's more like a sleep than it is, is being dead because they're going to rise again. He said, lest you sorrow as those who have no hope. I, I mean, read that again. I do not want you to be ignorant, brothers and sisters, concerning those who have fallen asleep or died, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede or go before those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Wow, what an incredible story. You know, my older brother, Pete Hyatt, he passed away uh, a few years ago. And uh, I was with him in the hospital. He'd been through, I don't know, two or three surgeries. He had uh, a cancer in his, uh, I believe it was in his his bladder. And, and yes, we prayed. We believed we did all we knew to do. But God chose to take him home at that time. He was 76 years old. But I was then, but he, for many years, had been a devoted follower of Jesus and, uh, and believed in his resurrection and his promise of eternal life and power. And so I was there, just he and I, alone. His, his wife and granddaughter had gone out, I think, to get something to eat, and the doctor came in and informed him that there, there was the, the surgery was not successful, the, the cancer had spread, and there was nothing else they could do but just try to make him comfortable for the few days that he had left on this earth. And my brother Pete responded by pointing to heaven and saying I, to the doctor, he said, I am ready to meet my maker. <laughs> and even he had a sense of humor for when his, his wife and granddaughter came in, of course, uh, he was sharing, telling them what the, uh, the doctor had said. And, uh, and then later, there was a chaplain came by to get him to sign a, uh, I, I guess it's, what, what do you call it, the power of attorney turning over to his wife the authority to make all decisions related to his life, whatever, because uh, he wasn't going to be here long. And so the chaplain was a young man, and he was trying to be very careful about this and the situation, and uh, he told my brother what he had come there with the papers get him to sign and he was saying you know uh, he was very careful is this going to be okay and um, to 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 sign everything over to your wife right now and my my brother Pete and his wife and his granddaughter standing there he said oh yeah that's fine he said she's always wanted to be the boss and then laughed <laughs> and they all laughed well how could they be doing this because he believed in the reality of Jesus and his resurrection. No fear. No fear in death. Uh, there, there, there is a story I would like to tell you, but I think I will just save it for tomorrow. The story of Polycarp uh, from the first century. I, I will save it for tomorrow. But I want to pray for you that you will have, that you will be free from the fear of death 
you know, I have been told that Marxist revolutionaries, they are taught to not be afraid of dying. That the only way they can be successful revolutionaries is to overcome the fear of death and go out and, um, you know, carry out their sinister uh, plans and ideas, but with the sense that they are not afraid to die. Now, they should be afraid because, you know, Jesus taught that there is, is a heaven and there is also a hell. But those of us, as Jesus said to Mary, whoever lives and believes in me, he shall never die. And that's in the sense of eternal death. Yes, we may die physically, but as Paul said, our spirits immediately go to be with the Lord. Paul writing to the Philippians, and, and you, you can find this in Philippians chapter 2. He said, I am torn between two decisions. I'm being pulled in two directions. He said, I have a desire to depart and be with Christ. In other words, I, I would like to leave this world. I'd like to die right now physically because he knew something. He said, I, I would like to uh, depart and be with Christ, which is far better, far better. He said, but to remain with you, I know that you need me and that if I stay here longer, God will use me and I will bring forth more fruit and be more fruitful in, in the ministry that he has given me. So he said, I'm confident that I'm going to stay on a little longer. But you see, Paul had no fear of death. And in fact, he tells us there that he was looking forward to it, but it was something so far better than life here on this earth. Oh, my friends, this is a reality of the resurrection. And I tell you what, this can be an incredible uh, testimony uh, to this world and to other believers I'll close with telling you this. I've had the privilege of preaching the funerals of my mother, of my father, and two brothers. And yes, there is a sadness because we miss them. We had to see them go. But I can tell you that in every situation that, that I've preached their funerals, I have experienced not just a comfort, but I have sensed a, a sense of, I have experienced a sense of triumph as I've preached their funerals. A sense of triumph because Jesus broke the power of Satan. He broke the power of death. He came out of the tomb and declared all authority, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. What a wonderful Savior we have. What a wonderful salvation he has made available to us all if you if you haven't given your life to jesus christ just talk to him right now and say jesus come into my life forgive me of my sins i give my life to you and i confess you as my lord and my savior if you pray just a little simple prayer like that sincerely out of your heart he he receives you and you belong to him. And you will never die in the sense of being eternally separated from God and in the sense of, of, of not having any existence. 
because the believer continues to have an existence in the presence of God, even when they die here on this earth. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful salvation. I'm Eddie Hyatt. I hope you'll check out my website, eddiehyatt.com, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.